You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes every week. And we have an exciting guest. We say that about every guest, but we are excited anytime we get a fresh perspective. Leanne from the podcast, Everyone is Terrible. He is hilarious. And let's just face it, he's bitchy and we love it. We are so excited to have Leon Castillo of Everyone is Terrible podcast. He is joining us in this week's recap. Leon, welcome to the show. Thanks, girls. Thanks for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, everyone is terrible, including myself. So get ready. <laughs> I don't I don't think you're terrible, but I would love to hear your thoughts on who you think is terrible. And right before we started to record, we just got some breaking news. An OG has left the building. Nene Leaks of Atlanta is not coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Initial reactions. This is like hot off the presses here. Not surprised. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Based on the reunion, you know, she didn't she missed the first three or four episodes last season because of contracting. I think I just think Bravo probably isn't ready to pay her all the money she wants, and I don't think they need to. Yeah, I think uh She's not fun anymore, so maybe it's time for Nini to go. We we loved everything that she gave us, but when we're not having fun anymore, that's when we have to break up. You know what I mean? I'm actually glad she got ahead of it. I mean, better than like a departure like Dorinda. <laughs> like, well, and she kind of. I thought she had a decent last season. If you think about it, her last season, I thought she showed a little bit more of her fun side. So I'm glad she kind of went out on a semi high note. What's crazy is Nene has not announced it. It was Andy. Andy said Nene Leakes is an icon of the genre. She is a gif, a gif, sorry, (laughs) catchphrase machine. And 11 years of Watch What Happens Live, Nene has been our most frequent guest, and she is always a blast. Nene nicknamed me Buttercup the first day we met and still calls me that to this day. Throughout her whole run, she's always had a serious concern and drive. I don't know that a serious concern and drive to maintain the success and well-being of RHOA. I'm going to miss Nini on the show, but I'm hoping we can work together soon and we will remain in each other, each other's orbits forever. XO Buttercup. I don't keep ever done that. Is that. Quite the goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Like he does not do that for a lot of the other women, I feel. Yeah. I, I feel there's some shade in there now, just like a splash, maybe. A little bit. I mean, I don't know. He doesn't talk about why. He just, you know, in 11 years. 
and I hope we can work together again soon. This that's yeah. weird. Mimi is the reason we have reunions. She called Andy during season one of RHO of, you know, Atlanta. Uh, I can't pronounce my stuff today. And she said, you know, I want to get together and talk about this because there's some stuff saying there's some stuff going around that is not true. And I want to confront the women. So the reason we have reunions is because of Nini. She is a trailblazer and we're going to miss her. But sometimes it's good to step back. So I did not know that. You didn't know that? I'm a Bravo historian. No. Yes, self-proclaimed. I did not know that. Yes, yes, yes. Giving you the full tea, honey. That, oh, my God. I love it. You know, that's interesting. But do we have her to blame for why it all of a sudden became the standard for three parts? That drives me crazy. I'm like, if a reunion doesn't need three parts, don't make it three parts. I don't know why we drag it out the way we do now, particularly Oh, that's a true subway. Bravo fashion. They love to drag I stuff know. out. But you know what? I feel like Beverly Hills did not need three parts. Honestly, probably could have been one. There really wasn't well, yeah, the much. The storyline was just Denise and Brandy. That's all we could have done yeah. that in one episode. Yeah. Brandy didn't come on. So it was like, well, what are we going to do? It was dragging. I was so glad it was done. I mean, there's the one thing I am a little surprised by the third part. And we all know Denise is a horrible liar. But you would think after her first reunion that she would know better with the receipts. You know, like I, I'm kind of surprised that she wasn't more prepared. She kind of came across to me as a rookie watching her kind of crumble. <laughs> She is a rookie. She clearly didn't sign up for this, and she doesn't know about the second-year curse. The first year is always smooth sailing. You know, you crack your jokes. Everyone loves you. You're the new kid on the block, usually. But then the second year is when they all kind of turn up the heat on you, and Denise just could not handle it. I kind of felt bad for her, honestly. And, yeah, she's a liar. What did you guys think about Rena going after her? Because personally, for me, I felt like it was a little much, Rena. I'm like, okay, usually I love you, but you need to pump the fucking brakes a little bit. Especially when she pulled out, pulled an LVP and printed out these text messages and was going to, I mean, added oh, for drama. Just showing, yeah, yeah, to show it. And then got mad when Denise said, oh, I can pull share text. Would you want me to share text between you and I? And she's like, no, that's private. What did you guys think about Rana going after Denise and thoughts on Rana in general this season? Uh, well, first um, of well, all, okay, go ahead, you go Abby. first, Leah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, Denise drove me nuts. I think I would have – and, like, let's keep in mind, these women film for, like, 14 hours. Like, they're sitting in the Zoom. I think to hear someone consistently lie and get caught in their lies, like, first it was um, – she didn't even ask Aaron if Denise could go. And then it was, he told her there's no way in hell she could go. Uh, I mean that um, Brandy couldn't come with him to a party. Brandy wanted to come. Denise said, I didn't even ask Aaron. And then later it was Aaron. said there's no way in hell she could go. Well, which one is it? Like she kept lying. And I think if you have to listen to that for 12 hours, I probably would have lost my shit too. I also think Rena's like, look, there's nothing going on besides the whole Denise thing. And I'm going to give everyone a performance. It's what Rena does. Love her or hate her. It's what she does. Yeah. I thought Rena was like a dog with the bone or, you know, the cat with the mouse. Let's use Sutton. Let it go. Let it go. You know, frozen Elsa. Take a turn from her page, girl. She was just like a dog with rabies. I'm just like freaking relax for someone that was like, you know, pulled out a famous line like, ooh, you're so angry. You are angry. You are angry. You and your lips and your wigs. You need to relax. And your wigs. 
Joe needs to Garcelle chill. was right when she out. was like, why do you care? Why do you care? You're not even involved. Everyone called her out on this, and I love this moment when she was like, I've got the, the text messages. Do we want to go through them? And Denise was like, then let's go through your your text messages with me. And Rena immediately was like, that was private. I'm like, well – I think you could argue that everyone's receipts that have, like receipts exposed were private. Like we're all texting people that we don't think that eventually it's going to be blasted. And sometimes it is. Exactly. We know that Rena is so capable of, you know, going with the flow and casually talking shit about everyone. You know, I'm shopping with Eden. You know, Kim's going to die, right? They're so close to losing her. Like you don't just casually talk shit. You know what I mean? She is one of a kind and she's not my kind. I vote for her. I vote vote I vote her for most terrible. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Wow. I I will say as much as I didn't like Rena's performance per se, she at least made it a little interesting. I am will say that Denise girl by, you didn't even stand by your gr- girl Garcelle. She didn't back her up on anything after Garcelle was very loyal to her. I felt Garcelle bad for Garcelle. even stood up for her during the reunion, even when Denise wasn't giving her anything. She was still throwing her bones. Yeah. Well, I thought Teddy's argument when they were talking about Erica Jane and Chicago and the performance and Teddy's like, well, you didn't go. And that must show that you're not supportive. And I'm like, one, Teddy, sit down. And two, Tom wasn't even there. Like, what argument are you trying to make, girl? But I'm exactly. like, Denise, like, come, like, come stand up for her. So I, that was really frustrating to watch. No, I agree. I'm um, like, dude, Teddy, you need to relax. Pink hair and all. You're not Gwen Stefani. That was five years ago. The pink hair. We've all done it before. Uh, second of all, Tom didn't go, so why would Garcelle go, get off her jock? And apparently it was all a last-minute thing. Who gets a text the night before to get on a private jet? Don't get me wrong. I would go. I'm not doing anything. But these women have kids, and they have lives. Anybody with kids is more busier than me, so I just – I get (laughs) it. You can't just hop on a freaking plane, y'all. Well, and whether – like they're like, oh, Denise, I heard it's because, you know, you're – Basically, she she said she wasn't suing, but she had served papers to Bravo and to some of the women. So I get why she was like a last minute ad. But yeah, I like I feel like Denise was so in defense mode that she didn't see anything else, and it would have been nice to see her defend Garcelle or really anybody. Like I mean, all she did was kind of just sit there and look on her phone half the time. Anytime they were clip like showing a clip, and they showed her as a side by side, she was on her phone. I also yeah, love how she grabbed her scripts, like, all yeah. of a sudden. It was like, wait, guys, I've got a show to do tomorrow. I've got 48 pages. It's like, wait, girl, you were really bad with your lies. And, like, she wanted to um, – what is it, Irish goodbye? Is that the saying, Abby? Like, trying to make yeah, her way just out leave. of there. Yeah. Just leave, but she can't do that. Like, we're all watching and, her. So And he's like, put down your papers because we're almost yeah. done. <laughs> I was surprised that Andy mentioned the suing part, the lawsuit. I think he was pissed. I think he brought that up on purpose. It was very clear oh, he, he was not it. He did it on her side. Because we all, yeah. I don't know why Denise was trying to change the narrative of what a, a cease and desist is. We all know what it is. And it's 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 a piece of paper that shuts something down. So, Andy, you know damn right she's not suing you. So I don't know why you said that. You said that to be shady. So you're just mad that you, she sent you that paper to try to stop the footage. But Denise should have owned it too. She didn't own anything. That's the problem that viewers are having go ahead and lie 
But you know what? You have to take accountability at some point because we like a full circle moment as Housewives audience. We like a beginning, a middle, and an end. When there's no resolution, there's no chapter, there's no end to the story. So we all feel like we're left hanging, we're pissed off, we're emotional, and we're going to like pick at everything that you've said. And that's what the girls were doing. Oh, did 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 you ask Aaron or didn't you not? Like like Abby said, it was just like a pile on and eventually you do go crazy, but you have to like eventually just give in and be like, "You know what? Like Kyle said, yeah, whatever happened between me and Brandy is our business and you guys are mean girls and yeah, I was lying. I didn't want to go and I wasn't sick. I didn't want to go. Like bite me. I don't know. You got to like have yeah. some sort of accountability. Did you think it was weird, though? I felt like this just showed how bad the season was. So Sutton, who's truly just a friend of, was there the entire time until, like, the last five minutes. We're like, okay, we're going to let Sutton go. And the only thing we're not going to let Sutton do is say what she would have done differently about the season. I thought it was so weird how they just kicked her to the curb. That was so weird, proving that she really was a housewife all season long. And it was just something technical that kept her from that diamond. It I heard it had something to do with the husband. He wouldn't sign for the kids and therefore they couldn't shoot in her house. And maybe Bravo was mad. You know how Bravo is when they get mad at you. Well, and originally, I guess he he refused to sign some of the stuff like after the fact. And so they had to cut a lot of footage out of her, too. So I think they were just pissed about the time wasted. But that's, I mean, I guess that's not her fault. Also, that's on them. Like, why wouldn't the, all these documents be signed before they'd start filming? Exactly, exactly. But I feel like that she did deliver. She she has that kind of recipe that we all love, you know, like a little bit delusional, mouthy, uh, fashion forward, even if it's not fashion for everyone. She's rich. <laughs> you know, it, she just has all those kind of elements. I was here for it. I love a Southern Belle. I loved her. I also like that she has a very dry sense of humor when someone says something like, oh, you know, what? I forgot what the question was in part one. And she's like, oh, it's because I'm broke. Like making a joke about it. She was saying, like, I don't need to date a millionaire. Like I, all this stuff. I really like how she just doesn't, she's very unfiltered. Or when she will like ask quite, like weird questions to people. And I I appreciate that about her. I really, I really like her. And she owned the whole Fenty Fendi thing. She could have tried to dance around it. And she was like, well, now I know. And she's like, and heck yes, the shoes are dropping, you know, today. Like, she's she's learned i like that instead of someone who you know like you're bullying me that's a mean girl she gets it's a joke she moves on and i i think sutton's gonna be full-time next year i agree and i hope her and garcelle like buddy up because i think i would like to see those two together we saw them in quarantine um they went and got drinks together i feel like they could be a good time in watching them um go against the other women for who knows what Actually, we all know what it's. It rhymes with small bin. <laughs> that that was really bad. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was really really bad. Okay, Heather Locklear. Do you guys think there's been rumors about her and Denise and that whole situation? What are your What were your thoughts on that moment? Denise it's just so frustrating like we don't have Google like we don't have the internet like we can't just type in Heather Locklear or Denise Richards on Google and images won't come up like Denise really this is what people are talking about I love you to death you're my 90s dream crush girl like I just I 
I think everything of you, but seriously, I can't keep defending you when you do stuff like this. I absolutely think there's so much history with her and Heather Locklear. Even Heather Locklear said it. I think Denise didn't realize that Brandy was going to get a chance to talk, which, I mean, Andy did set that stage. and But Brandy did get to go and watch what happens live immediately following the airing of part two. And she said, because Andy asked her, who... What celebrity or what Bravo lab has reached out to you in support that surprised you? And she said, Heather Locklear. And he goes, oh, would she want to talk about her experience with Denise? And Brandy goes, no, she's been served cease and desist orders from Denise in the past. And she said she has no intention of getting any more. So, I mean, I felt like there's a, there's something else going on there. And Rena's trying to make it happen. And Brandy's trying to make it happen. And I think that clearly just shows that Brandy and Rena are working together because they both brought her up randomly. And why else would Heather Locklear be, be thrown into the mix in this conversation? Oh, God. It's 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 a lot. But Rena needs to be careful because she acts like her husband doesn't have any history. I've seen it already been brewing up the last 24 hours on Instagram. The storm is coming, girl. Harry Hamlin. Woo! The storm is coming. Would you ever sniff the underwear of your partner if you suspected they were cheating? Absolutely. I've done worse, honey. I've smelled smelled the actual equipment. Oh, my God. Lee? I am crazy. That is amazing. Latinos and Latinas, we crazy. Well, that that is true. That is true. I, I actually agree with that. I was dying, though, when Ashley said that. So, I mean, that's like the one thing that will stick with me from this Potomac episode, among any many other things. But just when she was like, oh, I check emails, I check text messages, and I sniff underwear. That's just such an, an odd thing to say about, you know, trying to keep your partner in line. Uh, especially she did it so calm. Like, she reacted to that whole thing very calmly. Like, Denise, if she were still to be a housewife, could learn a lot from Ashley and how to deal with a scandal because she is cool as a cucumber. Ashley has further, been through this before. Yeah, Ashley has. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But it, which to me further reiterates, which we're going to see in the next episode, that they ha- definitely have some sort of an arrangement, an open marriage or something. Yeah, I'm I like, like the way the women. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you could have let us known about that a couple episodes ago. We wouldn't be so harsh and talking about it so much. You know what I mean? Give us a hint. Or seasons ago. I mean, I feel like there's been like these there's been hintings at this that he's cheating and all this. Like, why would she not just shut it down and be like, I've been with other people too? We have an arrangement. It's fine. I will say though, I was really impressed with the way Ashley and Giselle both handled it, the way they talked to her. They made sure no one else was around, even though Monique got super pissed off about it. And the one thing I love that they said to her is like, you do with what you want with this information and you don't have to say anything back to us. Like, I think they, like, it wasn't like, let us know what he says or like, we're going to follow up. It was more just like, we wanted to tell you this because we don't want anything coming back that we knew or we were putting it out there. I don't know. I just, I really liked the way the women handled it. And I honestly made for good TV because you're like, what the fuck's going to happen? Like, it felt like it was like this calm before the storm and then the storm didn't get there. And I like, I kind of liked that surprise. 
I agree, Abby. Honestly, you can listen to my past podcast and even my former podcast. And I don't talk very nicely about Candace. Like she is not one of my favorites, but the one thing that people know about me is that I give credit when it's due. It's just part of keeping it real. When you make me laugh, you make me laugh. When I when I feel like it's genuine, I'm going to talk about it. And you know what? We have to give it up for Candace this episode. She was actually genuine. She behaved even though she was in the eye of temptation the entire time. She could have popped off because Monique was being ridiculous. And I love me some Monique, but relax. We'll get to the fire pit eventually. Um, but I think that her and Giselle, the way they handled <laughs> Yeah, they handled I was just agreeing with you a thousand percent. Candace was well-behaved. She was genuine. She's usually not. Let's give credit, y'all. She was good. And Ashley is a professional. She's been to this rodeo many times, and she's ridden a many a horses. So that's why she was cute, cool as a cucumber. Um, good for you, boo. But uh, now we got to talk about it. Now we got to talk about it. And I'm dying to talk about it. I can't wait for next week. I mean, I just, like, I'm dying to know what's said between Michael and Ashley. And then when she, like... It obviously gets brought up, and I'm guessing it's the pictures of him, like, standing in his his gross body in his underwear in a hotel that starts circulating. But, like, I want to know how the conversation transpires to Ashley basically admitting they have an arrangement. Did you guys watch her on Watch What Happens Live? I didn't. What'd Ugh. she say? It was, yeah, it was really good. It was Andre. I'm forgetting his last name. He's on Vogue. He's a Vogue editor. It was hilarious watching Andy, one, his facial reactions because he clearly doesn't watch Potomac. And hearing Andy describe it, he was basically America. and was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? But Ashley, being the season pro that she is, handled it well. I mean, this came out. This episode was released right when she announced they're having another baby. And she was just very much like, yeah, it was a difficult time in our marriage, but we've worked through it. And he's really supportive. And like she had some PR BS statement and took the heat. Wow. Yeah, I always She's give it to the them when they show up and they're under fire. You know, you got to show up. And when you show up, it's like you're putting on that brave face. It's a, you know, that's part of being a star. It's part of being in the light. There's good and bad times. You know, you got to just roll with it. I give I give my hat off to Ashley. The only thing that I don't get is Michael Darby. Like uh, that part I will never get. He's an idiot. How do you not know? That no one's going to know you. Like everyone knows who you are. You've been in billion dollar blockbuster films playing the role of Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Like everyone knows who you are. <laughs> oh my God. You're a movie star. I think he gets off on getting caught. I'm going to say it. Ooh. I really do. That's like I feel one. like he, he's sloppy. Yeah. I think he likes it. Like I really think so. I mean. Well, he's clearly a freak. He's trisexual. He'll try anything once except the tan. And um, I think, yeah, he'll really go for it. I love that you said he's famous because he's in Lord of the Rings. That might like that's my favorite favorite moment so far i mean i played gollum for years he's fantastic (laughs) give the man an oscar already come on uh you know who i don't know he looks like tommy pickles (laughs) oh my god but you know what he's little dean is starting to look a little less like michael and a little more like ashley i feel like recently the baby is cute though don't get me wrong i think the baby is is cute. cute he's just a little tommy pickles 
I loved Rugrats, so I'm loving that reference. I also the maybe my favorite moment though of the entire episode, other than sniffing underwear, because it's like who who thinks to say that? La, the grand dame, la dame, drunk as fuck. I she just kept pouring those shots. She just kept tanking them. They were obviously getting high as well. They said it was just CBD, but I mean, it was amazing. I whatever was going on, CBD, like get out of here. Yeah, I know. I'm like, are you just saying that because you want to like not get in trouble? Because like, no, no one's smoking just CBD. I don't uh, think you but, can't even smoke just CBD. It's usually like there has to be some THC unless you're getting an oil or a CBD CBD product. Like you're smoking flour. They were getting yeah. high. It's fine. <laughs> But should we ask Tamara Judge? Should we ask Tamara? Yeah. Tamara, can you smoke CBD? She, oh, God. She'd probably try to then pitch us on her product and we'd be part of the next pyramid scheme. But I just Fireball. love how drunk. <laughs> they were so drunk. Like, it was amazing. It was incredible. Anytime there's a shot count, I love a drink count when the producers give that to us. I'm obsessed. The Grand Dame. Is my spirit animal. I mean, I talked about this recently and I just love it. And I also love that she stirs the pot when she's still that shit face. And she also said, like, you speak your truth when you're drunk. And she asked if Candace and Monique were okay. And like, just still is stirring the pot. I love her so much. And her vagina is moist. Oh, Oh, yeah. Don't worry, guys. She is not dry. She also was trying to play off a hangover. So she's like, I just felt a little lightheaded. I was like, honey, you threw up because you're you're hungover. It's okay. Exactly. That's that and cinnamon sugar in that fireball, honey. You are not yeah. lightheaded. It's a straight sugar <laughs> hangover. I've been hungover from fireball and it 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 sucks. And I love too that she referred to her, her stinky coochie. Before <laughs> 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 yeah. I gotta fireball, take a bath. Though? Yeah, I feel like when you like, like, say if we did five like whiskey shots or five vodka shots, I think we would all be wasted. But there's something about Fireball that doesn't really get you wasted. It gets you drunk, but you're still going. I don't know what it is. Is it because it tastes like candy? But are, are you guys with me on this? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like it's laced with something like a, a touch of Adderall because it gives you energy, and you, you're right. You don't. You keep going. I love Fireball. I haven't done actually a Fireball shot since I've delivered. I'm now I'm like, hmm. <laughs> no, I don't need to do shots. I can't right now. do I can't do shots at all. Like unless it's like a shot of juice. It doesn't matter oh. what's in there. I immediately vomit. You've seen it, Vanessa. I, yeah, you're right. I have. I have. Seen I, I'll it. like. I'm very casual about it. Like I took a shot when we did a fun weekend, and as we were walking outside, I'm like, oh, just give me one moment, and I like quickly threw up in a trash can and then just kept walking. Like it was just. I just know it's like, going to no happen. No, you did. You did. I just had flashbacks, and I'm. I wasn't going to share that, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, shots <laughs> are. It makes me sad. I, but they're I so fun. Shots. Vanessa's a. She loves a shot. I no, love I love shots shot. too. But there's some moments in your time when you're out drinking where your body is like no and your mind is like yes let's just do it like i remember i did an oatmeal cookie shot once which is absolutely disgusting google it if you want the recipe but i did the shot in the group with everyone we were all in a circle and i actually threw up in my mouth and closed my mouth so no one knew i threw up and my friend across from me was staring at me with the most disgusted face and was like 
do you want to go take a walk outside? And I just nodded. And as soon as I walked outside, I pulled an Abby just, just everywhere. <laughs> it just went everywhere. <laughs> well, you'll get like, you'll get to a point where you can just like really hold it. And then you just, it's like a quick release. And then you just go on with your night. Like it's, I really, it's, I've like, to me, it's like the most, little, this sounds so bad, but it's just like the like a quick little casual, like bloop. And then I'm on my way, ready to keep going. <laughs> But I do love taking shots. I just can't. I can't. I was them. amazed seeing you in action when you did that because you didn't skip a beat. Like I immediately <laughs> was like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're like, oh, it's OK. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just carry on. Can't hold me. To, can't hold me down. That's so funny. But I, I love that okay, the men so back- came too on Potomac. There's something about this episode. It just gave us a lot. I was so like I laughed, I cried, I it was just like a good episode, right? It was what, a solid episode. But what like, was the point of the men? Like were they just there to pick up the women? Because they didn't spend I didn't the night. That. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I felt like that was just like just add to the storyline. I didn't understand why they came. Yeah, that and was had, strange like, a, too. A weird lunch. Like I was like, oh, because originally Chris was gonna barbecue for everyone and Monique seemed upset that they didn't. And he brought like a bunt cake for her. And then that was like it. I was like, oh, this is really bizarre. Yeah, well, there, there was a bunch of things that didn't really make sense. But I was just rolling no. with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I did like Chris's impression of Candace. No, not Chris. What's Candace's husband's name? Is it Chris? Chris Samuels? No. no. What's Candace's husband's name? Um, oh, um, no, his Mr. name is Candace. Chris, too. It is? is it, yeah, his name is Chris too, White Chris. Okay. White okay. Chris. Okay, we'll call him White I, Chris. <laughs> but his impersonation of Candace, I was dying when he pulled out the knife. <laughs> it was Get so out of my good. It was so good. And I feel like any other city, like they wouldn't be able to joke about that that quickly, especially Beverly Hills. Honestly, I think he does so much good for Candace. I think he balances her out. I think he keeps her in check. I think he is a no person, which she needs. She's, you know what I mean? She has that kind of um, mentality, like that really strong assertiveness that it's very easy for people to be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to get out of her way or I'm going to say yes. And I feel like he's not like that. I feel like he kind of checks her and sometimes you need to have that kind of balance when you have that kind of personality i just i like him i think he's cute too is that weird <laughs> a little i can do I, without the goatee yeah that's i was gonna say the facial hair for me but uh i think he is so good for her i really i think he's he he's calming and i like that some men will fire up more drama i think even though like, so we're watching the show cause we want drama, but we also like resolution and we like these women getting along. And he, if without him, I think it would, Candace would not be a good housewife. She would just be yelling no, at agree. everyone. She would just be terrible. Well, she would just, she be would have actually attacked Ashley with a butter knife and been the first housewife to get kicked off. I mean, herself. she's going to attack somebody. It's coming up soon. So that's true. That get is ready. true. I can't wait. Get your popcorn ready. Oh, I hope T'Challa. I hope T'Challa's not around during the scuffle. <laughs> <laughs> T'Challa is the best addition of any franchise. Love, uh, he's better than Jiggy. 
he's so funny the subtitles the editors it's just gold it's gold i he yeah what would we do without t'challa i mean really and he has merch and he has merch so he's gonna have yeah he's gonna have more (laughs) followers than all of us if he doesn't already it it, it's gonna be annoying when t'challa is doing hashtag sponsored well, animals yeah, just exactly. sense when someone's off. And, you know, Wendy came in a little too hot. Her energy, her train was coming into the station a little too hot. And sometimes animals, they can sense that. And T'Challa needed to check Wendy. So he was like, I am just going to check you real quick because we're we're not ready to get to know you on a deeper level until you calm down. <laughs> I could watch that clip like once a day like it brings me so much i think i do i think i do end up watching it once a day i honestly (laughs) it's so amazing but yeah potomac like seriously i feel like if we didn't have potomac right now i would be that much more annoyed by how bad beverly hills is roni i think is strong not the best season of roni but beverly hills has been so terrible like potomac has been i think everyone's just saving grace I did love this reunion, though. I loved part one, and I'm usually anti-reunions. I think reunions just kind of – if you've already watched the whole season, it can be kind of boring. But I don't know. I just – I love – first of all, God, I love Sonia. Like, please tell me, Leanne, you're obsessed with her as well. Oh, my God. She's – are you kidding me? She is the gays. She throws a gay brunch that I will go to one day. I mean, Sonia has already sent me tickets. You know that fashion show that we had earlier this year? I was sent tickets to that, but I couldn't oh. go. So I gave I gave them oh to my, my New York agent who's obsessed with housewives. And it was a gift. She was so happy to be there. But I love Sonia. She's one for the gays and I'm obsessed with her. And um you know, I love that she also kind of checks her friends because some of her friends are terrible. Ramona. Cough, <laughs> Ramona. cough. cough. Uh, you mean uh, Corona Singer is For what she's real? been nicknamed oh by Dorinda. Just giving guys, Corona to all the Trumps. <laughs> she doesn't – She uh, she doesn't have the virus. She doesn't have the virus. Like if I, she is Donald Trump in female form. First of all, her tan is terrible right now. Her hair looks awful. She is Donald Trump. She has also been seen everywhere. I don't know if you guys follow the Instagram account de moi, but I'm obsessed. But she's been seen everywhere with no masks. So it's just spreading that du- COVID. And Harry oh, Dubin. Yeah. Well, he is walking tried to call COVID. that out the whole time in the episode. I mean, like, I mean, at one point we all tuned Dorinda out because she just deflected so much. We had no interest in hearing what she said. But she was speaking truth and facts. She was like, yeah, Ramona didn't wear a mask until five minutes ago, which is completely <laughs> true. And then when she came in Absolutely. with that mask, that mask was not effective. That looked like a, like a, like a broken Frisbee on your face. <laughs> It was pretty bad. I mean, I feel like it could. She could double that and wear that for Halloween too. Like it was pretty. It's a pretty bad mask. I did enjoy though, even though you said we tuned out Dorinda and she was not accountable for anything and queen of deflection. But I did like how she came for Ramona. Like she at least stuck it to her, and Leah tried to. 
Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Like, just bury Ramona. She is terrible. And Dorinda has been trying to expose her forever. And it's like, Dorinda, girl, we already know she's terrible. Right now we're talking about you, though. You know what I mean? It's that full circle moment we're talking about. We love a full story. And right now we're stuck on the chapter. And you don't want to turn the page, girl. And we are dying to turn the page. So Bravo's going to turn it for you. I like that Andy said to Ramona, you do know you can get it again. He's like, I'm terrified to get it again. Like she feels like that she just doesn't have it because – like, or not that she doesn't have it, but that she can't get it because she's already had it. And I think that's why she just walks around like free as a bird. And she's lucky too because the virus affects everyone differently and everyone's body reacts differently to everything. So the fact that she had it very mildly and still got to walk around – because remember she bragged that the doctor was like, oh, wow, yeah, you're so good. You're in such good shape, blah, 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 whatever, Ramona. You are lucky. Don't forget you're not a spring chicken. I am not aging, shaming anybody, but you're not a spring chicken. What if you got it and your body shut down? I know a lot of people that have died from it in their freaking 30s like i don't know i just think she was completely disrespectful to the country everything that leah said it was a big f you to everyone like i totally agree just ramona is terrible she's the worst i really like and for the upcoming episode for tonight where she's going to try to defend the fact that she broadcasted to the entire world that leah is bipolar like i don't understand how she Someone who claims she has 50 close girlfriends. I'm like, you have no idea how to support women and how to be there for people. Like, she is maybe the worst friend. Maybe that's why she has 50. She's so bad that nobody, like, she can't just keep five. So she has such a large number and has, like, a rotating schedule so that she doesn't piss people off. I could not imagine being her close friend. She's surface. She is. She to me would be like, I feel like she probably has 50 drinking buddies. I feel like they're more drinking buddies than they are friends. Just people she can go out with and have, like, a good time. But I'm also like, how do you even have 50 friends? Because the horror stories that I've heard about her meeting people, she is not receptive to new people. If you're not like, you know, living above 70th Street in New York City on the Upper East Side, like she doesn't have time for you. I heard she didn't even talk to her fans at BravoCon. So I don't know how she's receptive to meeting all these people. They must have status. They must have money. They must have Multiple houses in the Hamptons, because I just don't see Ramona just kicking it and kicking with everyone. She is a terrible person. <laughs> what did you think about Tinsley, though? I felt like Tinsley held her own in a way we have not seen from Tinsley. And I like I lo- it made me miss her even more. Uh, yeah, I was so happy to see Tinsley. And I think she did great. And she she brought it. She brought it. I mean, you had time to to really gather up the energy. So, you know, I wouldn't, I would only expect the best, but I do miss her. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you don't know what you got till it's gone kind of thing. Cause I really wasn't feeling Tinsley when she was on the show, but now that she's gone, I'm like, she, she, we needed her. She created that balance, you know, and it's someone for Leah to play with, you know, if they could do the WAP dance together, imagine what they could bring oh together on the show. That and talk about a full circle moment as a housewife. I don't think there's been a better goodbye than what Tinsley's had. Yeah, she's, she's like, bye, bitches. And yeah, she truly went out on top. She got such a nice little send off from the producer. She came in with receipts with Dorinda. Footage of her calling out Dorinda and that Scott gave 
John money, which a part of me is like, why didn't you all share this before? Like, well, if you had That's the problem, I want to know share it before, why I would want to know that. But it kind of makes a little sense why Dorinda is so pissed at Tinsley. I but think why it is she pissed us- that. Oh, go ahead. I'm just I'm confused why Tinsley's boyfriend helping out John is why she hates Tinsley. Well, think about it. Think about your significant other asking your best friend or your friend for money without consulting you. That's enough right there, girl. We would be having an argument for sure. And especially Tinsley, like Dorinda's probably like, I am way older than her. Like I have been around the block and you're asking her and her boyfriend for money. Do you know how embarrassing that is? We're on TV together. I I just, I I think John is shady and uh, there's a story there and there's a reason why Bravo didn't air it. And it also just makes me think there is so much probably we don't know. And there's probably so much footage that they don't show us. And I'm like, Bravo, show it to us. Show it all, baby. Mention it all. <laughs> but I would be mad at my boyfriend. I don't know why then that – maybe that's just how Dorinda operates. That so she then – instead of directing it at John, she just directs it all at Tinsley. But it does explain oh, why all of a sudden – wanted to murder Tinsley just, that night. Remember Tinsley yeah. saying the producers were scared for my safety that night. Like yeah. she just went berserk. They you cut know what I all mean? that out. We saw some of it as a preview, but like we did not actually see any of that air, which is so crazy. It is crazy. The money thing is really just eerie and there's, it's dark. And I think Bravo was just like, we can't go there. And I also heard, I'll just spill all the tea. I heard allegedly that they were all filming a commercial and that Dorinda witness uh, Scott and Tinsley get into a little physical altercation, allegedly. And John kind of like intervened. And then Dorinda was kind of mad and told John, like, get out of there. Like, we're not doing business with them. Like, Scott's a piece of, you know, crap. And, you know, Tinsley's going to side with me. And she's like getting married and was like, you know, I'm on, I'm with Scott. Like, you know, so I think, I heard that's why Dorinda's mad as well, but I don't know if that's true. This is just, you know, how people send you stuff on Instagram because we know this is what we do. We, we're podcasters and we love to share the news. And this is just little tips that I've gotten. I'm not sure if it's true, but there's a lot of layers there that we just do not really know about. I think Dorinda put that out after the fact because let's think about drunk, sloppy Dorinda. If she truly did witness this, she would have said it when when drinking. It would have been brought up at the winery. It would I and maybe they cut it out because we're seeing they cut out stuff quite a bit. But I just can't imagine that Dorinda didn't didn't put this out there more. If she I has agree. no problem asking Tinsley if she's pregnant, she would have no problem asking if Scott put her hands on her. Yes. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. I don't. I think Dorinda would have just spilled all of it. So, yeah, I don't. I really, I really don't know if it's true, but there is something there. Dorinda d- clearly does have a problem with Tinsley, and we saw it all freaking season, and none of us know why. It's like, why are you being such a bully to her? Leave her alone. What did you think overall of the season for Roni? Because you love Roni too. Like you are diehard Roni, right? Yes, you're totally right. Roni yeah. is my favorite franchise of all time. I got nervous Luan, for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Luann is my favorite housewife of all time. Um, but uh, I think Roni was great. It wasn't the best. Um, I don't think we've gotten the best, you know, since, you know, since those Bethany, Carol, kind of Heather, Aviva kind of 
you know, moments. Like I'm an old school housewives guy. So I'm always going to think the past episodes are better, but we also have to remember that, you know, just like the show we've evolved as people as well. We don't like it so messy anymore. We like accountability. We like people to tell the truth. So, um, I just think Roni is changing. And I think maybe with a couple more additions of people, a little bit more moving around of the cast, Maybe we can get that perfect recipe again, but it was good. It just wasn't as good as it's been before. And we're, we're freaking picky, man. I, we are so like, I will say it was good. And I truly enjoyed so many episodes. I wouldn't put it as like my top three seasons for Roni, but like he said, we are so picky. Like, I don't even know if I could pick a top three for Beverly Hills, maybe like the first couple, but uh, yeah, I feel like, you're right. Like as viewers, we're evolving, we're expecting different things and we're finding what we like and don't like more because we're seeing it. We're seeing so much more of these franchises. And so I'm figuring out like, I like when the women get along and they're silly and they're fun. I like a little bit of drama, but I don't like the entire season to be about that drama. I also don't like the entire season to be just them getting shit faced, which I was actually glad that Andy brought up the drinking. Because as much as I love a good drink, drunken, good time, it just felt a little like we're crossing a little line where this could get dark really fast with Roni. Yeah, like when when Sonia was getting drunk with Bethany and she was falling and stuff and like all that, I think it's when it started to take a turn. I feel like the first time we went on vacation and she was trying to like, you know, eat everybody out and they were all naked and stuff. That was funny. <laughs> Like, we were all laughing so hard. We thought it was so great. But now, I think, like, this past season with Sonia, when she was just like, I've reached my limit. And we're like, we know, girl. We know. It's too much. You can't do the pills and the booze. Um, I, I think you're right. It's just... Um, it's too much. And and we've already been through that. It's like we've already we've all been that huge sloppy drunk. And that's why it was funny. But not every day. We're not doing it every day. Mm -mm. Well, thank you. So I think like that sums everything up. What do you think, Abby? I mean, yeah, that is honestly how I feel about Roni in a nutshell. And I, lo I loved to diving deep in Potomac. I think it's so fun discussing that show with everyone because it's like all of us now are obsessed with it. Leanne, thank you so much for joining our show. Can you tell everyone how they can find you and listen to your podcast? Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. And guys, you know, we like to keep it all in the family here. So after you're done with this, come on over to my playground, play a little bit, give us a review. The podcast is called Everyone is Terrible. And it sounds like it's very harsh, but it's very tongue in cheek, you know, but it's not for the faint of heart. We do get bitchy. We do get real because at the end of the day, everyone is terrible. You never know. Your favorite housewife could end up on the list. So we appreciate the nominations via DMs at Hollywood Leon on Instagram. Everyone is terrible pod on Instagram. Terrible pod Leon on Twitter. So check us out. Thanks, terrible people. Thank you. We can't wait to talk to you again soon. Well, that was so much fun. Abby, I always love talking to Leon. I just, he is so shady and bitchy in the best way possible i mean as a compliment like he doesn't hold back and just puts it out there and i love it like i just and 
Yes, and we get even bitchier on our Patreon. So if you haven't checked on our Patreon, please go to www.patreon.com slash Bravo. We have an episode with Leon where we kind of dive deep on our thoughts on the Salt Lake trailer, OC, they have recent cast shakeups. We talk about Kathy Hilton. We talk about Teddy and All In. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, check out our Patreon. And he drops some major tea on who's safe and who isn't. So be sure to check that out. And if you haven't already, please, please, please leave us a five-star rating or review. The reviews are pouring in and we see them. And thank you all so much for your love and support. It truly means the world. It makes our day. Abby and I will text each other and be like, oh my God, someone left us this kind review. It keeps us going. It keeps us motivated. It allows us to get amazing guests like James Harris, who we recently had, who we love and adore. And we have so many more things, fun things down the pipeline. So please take 60 seconds and just leave us a five-star review or an actual rating. It does make a difference, or an actual written review. It actually does make a difference. So please, 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 please do that. We want to get closer to that five-star baby. And with all that, we will catch you all next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way, in a this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.